Hello, everybody. This is Charles with the Barbershop Group. I will be your host for today, and uh, we're going to be interviewing uh, interviewing a uh, a person that I go back a little bit with, and, and sometimes that happens. I know we had another guest on the show that I also knew, uh, and uh, he's doing some really, really uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful work, and has had some really cool experiences. Uh, uh, with a practice that uh, I'll let him tell you about. But uh, I have on the show today, uh, Chadwick Dennis, and uh, Chad is uh, based in Chicago, Illinois. Chad and I went to undergrad together years ago at uh, McKendry College, which is now McKendry University. It's always great to have an alum on the show. Um, and uh, we were both uh, track athletes, and uh, Chad is uh, originally a native of Jamaica. So once again, that island connection is, uh, is there. And uh, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna do, some, uh, do some hashing out today. We're gonna have a conversation that you guys will be interested in today. Uh, Chad has been involved in uh, mentoring people, uh, both men and women. Uh, has, he's had some experiences over the years that have kind of opened up his eyes. And um, those experiences have influenced him to have some honest conversations with other people who may uh, be in between things or experiencing transitions or just need some guidance. And so uh, we're going to talk to him today. Chad, are you there? How are you? I'm pretty good, man. Charles, thanks for having me. Uh, hey. Hello, everybody. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Thanks for coming in. I, I know that I know that you've got a lot going on and it's Sunday and for a lot of people it is uh it's family day, so I won't keep you too long at all. I'm gonna try to uh to try to get some things done as well uh today, but I definitely, definitely appreciate you uh taking some time out of your day to speak to us. So so Chad, you know, I'm gonna jump right in to this uh, because uh, we had a conversation and uh, you told me that you were doing a lot with mindfulness and I was just, my ears pinned back like what, Chad? Chad and mindfulness? <laughs> what happened? Because I, I just, that, it's, it's, so, it's so cool to hear that a guy is involved in mindfulness, you know, and is, and is not just teaching it, but like using it in his own life. But how did it happen? Uh, originally, um, going through a crisis mm. and, uh, oftentimes, um, we're so reactive that we don't understand that when we are going through a crisis, it's a call for action, you know, in a positive way. And mm. so, uh, it, yes. it was a trend that I kind of realized with my life at that point, you know, it was similar or more or less the same. So the question came about as to what can I do to actually, you know, cut this trend or to get in a better path. So the first step was I actually went to counseling. Did all five sessions. Okay. And she mm. didn't come out and say, well, you have anxiety issues. But she kind of did say you had anxiety okay. issues. I kind of figured it out. So I'm like, okay, okay, all right. So I started doing some reading. And I started doing some reading, hit YouTube, and the first video that actually pop, popped up was a video from, uh, it's, I remember his name, but it's a company, it's a, it's a site called Actualize.org. I'm sorry to plug anybody, but it, it was just so informative. And he yeah, just kind yeah, of, absolutely. Yes. he thought he's, he's Actualize.org. And uh, he mm -hmm. just started to break it down. He started to speak to 
where I was at that point. And he was saying, okay, you're at this point in life, but you need to get to this point in life, and here is where you need to be. This is how you go about it. Yes. And so that uh -huh. became the footsteps started moving a little bit, started doing a little bit more digging, more digging, more digging, uh, came up with a couple books. And the first book that I actually came across was called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Yes, that's right. And, yes, I'm familiar with that book. Yes. And he just, like, he has such a common spirit about him where he kind of realized where my where and what mindfulness was about. And I hmm. did not at first understood what mindfulness was. I did not because everything yes. was just so... Okay. I, I was you were still going through the learning process. I mean you're trying to gather as much information but you haven't truly applied it as yet. And yeah. so okay. in, in, in that phase, this was like a three month phase. You're trying to you're trying to cram everything in and try to actually do everything. It's just not gonna work. It takes time to actually space. Not out. gonna work, right? Yes. No, no, it's not gonna work. Mm -hmm. But the message I got from it was mindfulness is sitting at the seat of consciousness. It's not being overreactive. You're actually observing. Mm -hmm. And basically by doing that, okay. it's, you're telling yourself not to, not to hold on to anything. Emotions, uh, grudges, uh, it, it, it's no attachment yes. at all. It's just sitting there and let it go. But yes. in, a, in the world that we live in, we we practice the opposite. We hold on to everything. <laughs> we hold on to everything, don't we? <laughs> this is true. This is very true. And so that was that was one of the hardest uh, norm to actually just create a new norm as to not holding. That was hard because I mean it, it's like they tell you to be like water, just flow. Yes, absolutely. But how, but how do you do that? How do you do it? Yes, it's not easy. It's not easy. It, it, it's absolutely not. Yes. And then I got into meditation. And okay. that's where the whole transformation truly started happening. And mm. the whole meditation, then I got into yoga. And then really? I started digging, digging deeper. And then I changed my diet. I became a vegetarian. And that, mm -hmm. that whole thing just flipped your whole mindset. Yes. It's like... It's like you you you, you get a, a better understanding of what the balance of life is. Mm. And all of yeah. this, all of this happened as a result of going through a crisis. The, your breakthrough happened as a result of going through a crisis of sorts, is what you're saying. Absolutely. And so, Absolutely. it's very interesting because that tends to that. It, a lot of people, they say, well, I want to change something, or I think this person should change something. And we don't realize that change a lot of times is the result of, of a crisis situation. Okay. And the other thing that, that I heard you say, and I want to highlight this for the listener, is that you went to counseling. So here you are, you're a man, you went to counseling, but wait, did somebody twist your arm and make you go to counseling? Yeah, I twisted my own arm. You twisted because, your own arm. Look, at the end of the day, the end of the day, uh, we all cannot, we all can give ourselves excuses. Why not? Yes. But in the same sense, why, why we can't give ourselves the same excuse as to why should we actually mm -hmm. uh, 
find the excuse to 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 uh to fix ourselves yes yes because out of this crisis what i got from it was you have to uproot yourself from the environment in which you are planted you have Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. and that's part of finding yourself and that's part of finding a purpose yes absolutely i i agree and i think that there uh, I think that there are a lot of men who are struggling with uh, with acknowledging or, or admitting that maybe they need to uproot themselves from. It's mind blowing. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mind blowing. Absolutely. It's 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 like we we live in a a world where we we are taught to be overreactive. Yes. We we have we have so many triggers that we don't realize that we have triggers, but that's the norm. Right. And so right. the, 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 the new norm is you sit at the seat of consciousness and you observe what's happening around you. Like you literally, like it's like, Charles, it is so mind blowing. Uh, just sit there and observe someone and watch them have a whole meltdown. Like mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. And just watch it. And you're just like, wow, I used to be like that. Wow. But, the, 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 the full effect of where my therapy really took effect was um, the whole thing where I say you have to approach yourself from the environment. Yes. So you, you step out of that norm and step into something different. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, when you go back around family, because that's your environment, that's where, mm-hmm. that, that's where the seed was actually grown. Yeah. And you start pay more attention you realize a lot of those mannerisms that you used to have where they come from right that's right came from their family of origin and everything right? <laughs> yeah. or, <laughs> and, yeah. and so it's like it's it, it's so mind-blowing once you start realizing that and you start paying more attention it's like okay well that's why i got that bible from mm-hmm. and it's not just family it's friends also yeah this is true and he's yeah. like okay so that's why i used to do that but at the same time, you have to hold yourself accountable. Right, right. In so order you, can't, to actually, you can't just blame your family and friends. No, no, it, right? no, 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 no. Okay, no. gotcha. Because, because the paradox of choice is you make a choice even when you don't make a choice. Uh, yeah, I get that one. Yeah, you make a choice even when you don't make a choice, right? Even, so it's, it's like having control of what you do sometimes is best, but all the time, but not all the time, but Practicing self-love every single day, practicing uh, self-kindness every single day, mm-hmm. practicing just being grateful changes your whole mindset. You can yes. have a whole conversation of what self-love is. Yes. That's a whole topic by itself. Wow. But just being grateful for every single thing that happens to you in life, that right there is uh, it's mind-blowing. It's, I, I, can't, I can't begin to even say how much it changes you. Because your mindset actually is what make or break you. That's right. That's right. It all starts and ends with the mind, right? Oh my Absolutely. God, man. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I think that for a lot of a lot of men, um, uh, of course, we have the issues of uh, negative self love. Okay, where we don't we don't oh we don't practice that, that kindness to ourselves. Um, but there's, there's so much, and you said a mouthful, you really, really did. And I hope that everybody's listening to this. Um, those breakthroughs are, are unbelievable. 
are unbelievable. And the, the crazy part about breakthroughs though, guys, is, and I, and I have to say this, is sometimes when we experience a breakthrough, uh, it doesn't necessarily make everybody happy. It's your breakthrough, okay? And um, I, I know that even for me, sometimes I'll observe something or witness something, experience something, and then I feel really, really bad about uh, being completely receptive to what it is that I'm being sent because I'm worried about how the people around me may view me or what they may say or how it impacts someone. But the truth of it is, uh, sometimes the people are around you are the reason why you had that crisis. And so, you know, the breakthrough is just, it's a byproduct of all of these things that have been developing. And that's something that we really need to need to consider. Uh, Chad, I have a question for you uh, because I'm just, I'm very, very curious about this one. Um, and, and then I'll, I'll tell you why uh, afterward. But but with mindfulness and going to therapy, uh, you're reading Eckhart Tolle and everything. Do you do some journaling? Did you start journaling at any point? You know what? That's probably the only thing I did not do. And uh, in itself, I, I kind of wish I did because right now that, that material right there would have given me a better, a better idea of where I was, where I'm at, I where I'm right. Okay. But I, 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 I go back and I look at the books that I've read mm -hmm. and the audibles that I've actually listened to. And I, that, that's what I use to actually you know, gauge or measure where I was to where I'm right now. Gotcha. Because going back and li re like listening to those books again, understanding is different. Mm. I see. I see. It's a, a different so, level. It's a heightened level now. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, yes. so because because the message is not applicable, listening again, yes, is, is different. But what people have to understand is, you have to give yourself time. Uh huh. Uh huh. It doesn't happen because, overnight. Right? No, no, no. It don't. Because think about it. Over how long it took you to find yourself? Okay. A lot of people don't find themselves until they're 40, 45, 50. Mm -hmm. yes. That's 50 years of finding yourself. Right. It's not going to take two weeks to actually uproot yourself from that environment. That's right. Because, I mean, there's so many, there's so many things that's intertwined into, into what you became over those years. Mm -hmm. That it's, it's going to take a lot of self-love, a lot of kindness, to actually uproot yourself from that. And Charles, I'm going to tell you this, okay? Removing myself from that environment mentally, it, I went through a weird phase. Okay. It, it, because it's, I've never been there before. Yeah, right, right. It's totally new. It's, it's, it's like, and it's not like I had a mentor who is actually guiding me through all of this. It, it's self-taught. So you, and, and I'm still going through it as far as uh, speaking to other people who, who, you know, on the same journey, but probably took a different path and may mm -hmm. have actually, you know, found more information than I did. I'm just speaking to them and that's the way they are, you know, trying to actually get as much out of them. But you go through a weird phase mm -hmm. and it's like you, 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 you realize how less reactive you become yes and so you start listening to how people speak to you mm. and then it's like I, I, I had a situation at work where 
I asked a gentleman a, a specific question. The question was about a, a topic. It's one item. Mm-hmm. But his response was something else totally different. Yes. In, 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 that, in that moment, I'm aware that he's only responded to me from what his perception of. Right. Of me and not the question that I actually asked him. But that's what mindfulness does to you. Yes. Living in that moment at that time, you're so aware it is like it's it's something that's actually scary because even if a pin drop, nobody else can hear it. You can actually hear it. Mm, wow. That's scary. That's yeah, scary. it is. It's just it that is. aware. You because you're observant of everything. Yes. Wow. One of one of the books that I read along the journey was the four agreements. Okay. I've heard of that. I've heard of and that. The four agreement is deeply rooted in mindfulness. Okay. Got okay. you. Got you. The and it, 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 right. it speaks to to not assuming. Um and it is it's like in my opinion, I feel like mindfulness is kind of where religion was based off and where it started from. Mm, okay. Okay. Because it's mindfulness is more so about spirituality than yes. it is, you know, a, yeah. a part doctrine or whatever. But we're not gonna Absolutely. get into that. Absolutely. But I'm just saying in, in terms of, of once you actually get into it, you start realizing people like um what's that what's that famous famous author's name? Tony uh, Robbins. Tony Robbins, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's his preaching right there. Yeah, I understand that. Yep, and 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 he's been around for a long time, and long and time. I think that I think that people are aware of all the good work that he, all the good work that he has he has done. So, man, that's some. Uh, you know what you're explaining, what you're explaining. I I think a lot of uh, a lot of guys uh, are having some of those experiences. They may not know that they're having those experiences. And one of the things that I was, I was taught, um, Chad, uh, was that, um, was that, uh, right around 40 years old or a little bit beyond that, you know, you start to experience life differently. And my father used to say, uh, spiritually, you start to experience some things differently. You start to view the world differently. You start to view yourself differently. And I think that it's even more pronounced when we have some crisis management going on, uh, when we have some, some, some things going on in life that, that require um, us to change. Uh, this is kind of like one of the things that happens along the road. So it's very interesting that you, that you mentioned uh, that you mentioned that, uh, uh, to us here. So the next question that I have for you regarding uh, regarding um, your experience with therapy, you said you you said you twisted your own arm, and uh, I think that that's really really huge because uh, when I speak to a lot of men, uh, a lot of men are adverse to counseling. They don't want to go um, either as a spouse that wants to go and they don't want to go. Um, or they feel like somebody is going to manipulate them and all of these kinds of things. Uh, but you were able to say, hey, you know what? I need some help with this. I need some help with this. So my question uh, to you 
is, is is this did you have to did you did you have to like overcome any any uh uh i guess negative self talk about going to therapy was it i mean were you were you nervous or or uh uh did you have some concerns that maybe no this isn't going to help me with anything i mean what was that like for you you know before I went to therapy uh started doing you know a little bit more research so it's uh actualized that org was you know the, the original uh youtube uh videos that got me started in it so i was actually mm -hmm. listening okay and one of the things that i think his name is ryan one of the things that he mentioned was you you will know when you're at the edge of your comfort zone because fear, because fear kicks in yes and the negative self-talk takes over. Yes. But I, I guess the, the, the correct term for that is uh, limited, uh, limited self-belief or something like that. So that's the correct term. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a lot of, I, I experienced that. And gotcha. when I, I was so aware of, of what, of, because he said it, it made me more aware. I see. So trying to create a new norm or try to find my why or trying to find out why I was that way, that, that was the curiosity that yes. led me to, you know what, maybe there's something in, something in my childhood that actually caused me to react, to be overreactive. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And so that, that right there was what really spawned, you know, you know what, I've never actually sat on this ground course before. Let me go ahead and see what this whole stereotype is like. But in our society, there's a lot of egos, there's a lot of negative self-talk, and perception is somewhat believed to be reality. Yes, but that's, but right. that's, just, that's just the world that we live in right now. And the few mm -hmm. people who decided yeah. that they, they, they don't want to conform to what perception is, they're the ones mm -hmm. who actually somehow are being looked at as being crazy. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, I, uh, I, I've kind of adopted uh, a teacher. He's now deceased, but his spirit lives on, right? Uh, a lot of people know I speak about Wayne Dyer a lot. And uh, mm -hmm. one of the things that Wayne Dyer experienced when, when he was in his mid thirties, he was a professor in New York and uh, he decided, you know, just, just to uproot himself um um <clears throat> and um he 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 was teaching and things and but he, he had a different way of communicating with people and he was experiencing life differently and everybody thought everybody thought he was crazy and uh years later you look up he's published all around the world in 20 or more languages and uh he's tra traveled all around the world to speak and has done numerous, numerous shows. He was on PBS and, and just so many different places. And what is he talking about? He's talking about actualized living. He's talking about living a life of inspiration. He's talking yeah. about getting grounded. Yeah. He's talking about yeah. mindfulness. Yeah. And these concepts were very, very strange to a lot of people. In fact, they still are yeah. Yeah. because yeah. a lot of people have, have, they've, they've grown accustomed to uh, their normal. 
right? And so they yeah. think that their normal is the only normal, not maybe paying attention to the fact that, wow, man, what I've been doing for a long period of time, no, it's not working. I need to do something different. And yeah. uh, so it's, it's amazing that you too, I hear you saying the same thing. And I think that it's very, very important for you to, you know, for, for people to hear you say that. So go ahead. I'm listening. One of the things that um, it, it made me more aware of is I, I have four kids. I have four kids. And mm. it made me more aware of how I speak to them because how I speak to them will come their inner voice. That's right. And so I, 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 my approach to raising my kids are where I'm at in life right now. So the more I grow, mm -hmm. is the more I'm actually able to to enhance their mindset, their growth, right. and to put them on a, a different path. But another Absolutely. thing is, in, in in our community, in our society, we don't practice enough love, and self love is one of the best form of gifts, one of the best gifts you can ever give yourself. And a part mm -hmm. of self love. Is, is owning up to your own S-I-H, S-H-I-T, owning up. That's self-love <laughs> right. too. Yes, sir. Own that Absolutely. part right there, and believe me, that will actually change your life faster than anything else. Wow. Listen to that, guys. You know, um, it, it's funny. He, he considers, you know, he, he says that, you know, accountability, right? Responsibility is part of self-love. Um, there is a, uh, I think there is a lot to be said for uh, certain religious ideologies that speak about confession or, or uh, speaking openly about mistakes and things like this. And I personally believe, uh, and I've tried both ways, I've tried to hide things that I've done uh, and I've tried to speak openly about those things that I've done and take responsibility. And for me, the second one works. The second one works a lot better than the first. Uh, and I feel better about myself, even though it may have been something that I did that was negative, it was wrong, it was a mistake. The ability to speak about it, okay, the ability to talk about it with people changes how I feel about myself. And then a lot of times it changes uh, uh, making that mistake. It keeps me from making that same mistake over again. Okay. It doesn't mean that I stop, you know, making mistakes altogether, but it really, really does something to your spirit. Okay. So Chad, go ahead. We're running out of time, but go ahead. I, I, I'm going to leave y'all with this. Okay. Yes. If the same thing keeps happening to your life, that means you have not learned that lesson as yet. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you need okay. to go back. Yes, absolutely. And that's, that's the same thing that Wayne Dyer says, you know, you repeat that mistake until the lesson is learned. 100%. Okay. That's absolutely yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. And we think, you know, a lot of times we think that this applies only to children, but the reality no. is it applies to, 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 to life, to everyone. 100%. Right. 100%. Right. And there's, there's no doubt about that. So, Hey, look, look, uh, Chad, it's been, it's been great having you, having you on. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day. Uh, I hope that the listeners were able to benefit from, uh, some of the nuggets that you presented. I am so, uh, so thankful to have you, uh, present. And I, I'm also very happy that you have experienced this in your own life as it's yeah. something that I've gone through. I continue to go through it. Each level you're heightened and, you know, new things are revealed. 
And uh, it's just really awesome to be in company with people who are doing that. So, um, guys, I hope that you have enjoyed the conversation uh, with Chad today. Uh, if you enjoyed the conversation and uh, would like to hear more of these types of conversations, you can go uh, on to Patreon.com and lend your support to the Barbershop Group. You can find us on Patreon.com at www.patreon.com backslash the barbershop group and make your contribution uh today uh we have a lot of interesting things that we talk about and um you know it's just an awesome awesome time to to speak about a different way to live life as men and uh, that's the reason why we created the barbershop group chad again thank you for uh for coming on today it was great to uh to speak with you and uh, guys, we hope that you all will enjoy the rest of your the rest of your weekend, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Bye.